Good morning, PML. It is your boy, it's Nefarious here. I'm here for the breakfast show. We got the breakfast crew in the building. We got uh, HB in the building. HC, say hello to the people. What's up? All right. Thank you, HB, for always being so phenomenal with your intros. We also have Windog in the building, all the way from Windville. Windog, say what's up to the people. Yo, what's up, PML? Happy Monday. Uh, another week, another dollar. We are here for the breakfast show. We don't got much to talk about. We we can talk about HB being a cheesy fuck against the problem and being the reason that this is going to shit. No, I'm just okay. Um, the downfall. That was specific. Highly specific. Oh, I'm the reason that it's crashing. But, um, you know, we are in week five. I'm still waiting to play uh, K-Mac. Hasn't happened yet. Hopefully it'll happen today. Um, want to talk about the games first? Is that what we want to tackle? Is there another topic that, that, that could be tackled? We could talk about how games are affecting things. Like, uh, I feel like... They took a, a massive step. I don't know if y'all feel like that, but I feel like they took an even bigger step into realism when it comes to on-field gameplay. They still got to work out the whole takes and shit with the, with the franchise. I think it's fucking ridiculous. Um, but as far as just realism and that general topic, I think they've taken another step in the right direction. How about you guys? Uh. I mean, I think it depends because, like, obviously last year we saw the, the snow games and the blizzard games in the playoffs, and very quickly those kind of got old because it was, like, any time you had a playoff game in a city that was, like, north of the Mason-Dixon line, there was a blizzard. And so it was, like, I don't know. I'd, I'd like – Was it Stephson? Yeah, basically saying. What? You're saying it was basically excessive, the amount of snow games? Yeah, yeah. It was just like, it was like, like if you were going to Biff Buffalo, like, of course, you knew there was snow. But, like, even times, like, I had a Nashville playoff game last year in a blizzard. It was like, come on. Yeah, like, they just, they tried to force it too much, in my opinion. So, it's like, I think it's good. And I think the, the realism of it is, is good. But I think that, uh, there are some tweaks that need to be like made, just in terms of like maybe frequency, or maybe there's different like variations. So like, I don't know. Like like I just played in a rain game against Bubba, right? We had like twelve mile per hour wind and rain. So like maybe that's like a mild variation, and maybe there's like a twenty plus mile per hour wind or something, and you really can't throw. I think that might be cool. But... I mean, that's, that's basically what I was talking about. I wasn't necessarily talking about the amount of times there's a, a weather game. The, the frequency, like, yeah. The weather game, I feel like when I played uh, King Mike in, in rain, like Aaron Rodgers missed a couple of throws, but he's still able to make most of it. But a low overall QB like Matt Jones, who I had, 
was really having a tough time, like really had a tough time hitting, hitting an open target and, you know, having some type of accuracy uh, in that game. That's basically, that's more so what I No, and I get it. I, I was just kind of trying to add a different point of view of like, I like the, I, I like how that, that it actually does affect you. Well, yeah, I, I like that you can't just throw, you know, go five wide in the snow and just throw it fifty times. Like that's that's not realistic. Yeah, so I, I, I like that it affects you, but I think that um, there are certain aspects that they should look into, such as the frequency. Because I remember last year how much the blizzards were kind of pissing me off in the playoffs. I've kind of noticed there's more rain games as a whole, uh, like, during the week. Like, I think last week we had, like, four rain games, five rain games. So, I mean, like, I don't know if that's, like, a, maybe, like, a regional type thing. Like, if it's training in Chicago, then it's probably going to hit Cleveland. Or if it's in Nashville, then it's hitting Cincinnati's. Like, they have, like, last week we had a bunch of rain games that were kind of, like, this. I thought they were kind of in the same area when I was thinking about it, but... I mean, it, 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 it's I, – I just like the, the fact – and that is cool, though, if they have it, like, an original aspect, like you said. That's dope. Um, I just like the fact that it makes it makes you coach more. I feel like this Madden is making you coach more in general. And you – all the stuff that it gives you. Like, we, we talked about it. Like, when it comes to all the fumbles, use, use an R1 to hold the ball and make sure that, you know, it's not getting punched out. Stuff like that. I think that that's all been a good. It's been it's been a step in the right direction. Maybe fumbles could get toned down a little bit. I do. I hate the tackle battles. I I I, I would never sign up for that. I think that that's dumb. Um, keep that shit on NFL Street. Uh, but they're way too often. I feel like every other tackle you just stood up. Yeah, exactly. And I think I think it's a little ridiculous with the tackle battles. Um, but you know, I I like the the way it's headed with the rain games. Uh, who's let's go through uh the league leaders right now. So we're through four weeks, some some five weeks. Uh, what's the uh what's the top five? We'll go through like rushing and receiving, and just do the top five. Uh, okay. we can top five of stats or like standings? yeah stats stats. Okay, I'll just go. I'll just do leaders. Can I do that. Yeah, okay. So passing leaders, uh we have Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, Sam Howell, Malik Willis, and Tom Brady as our top five passing guards. Uh Stafford, Howell, Brady, Herbert, and Burrow are our touchdown leaders. And our interception leaders are are Deshaun Watson, Matt Ryan, Malik Willis, Sam Howell, and Kenny Pickett. Um, Watson has 28 interceptions in five games. Yeah. Jesus Christ. What do we do? Like, I don't know. I don't know about y'all, but that that, that screams carousel. That screams carousel. Like that that is like, like you can lose pretty bad pool, but you're throwing twenty you're averaging uh over five games of uh five picks a game. Right? And no, he's playing five games. So he's averaging five exactly yeah, just over five. Yeah. 
I, I don't I don't I'm not, I don't love it. I'm not crazy about it, but I will say this is a we came into this knowing this was an interception heavy game. Like we we knew Bro, this was gonna happen. I I mean I can't throw the ball. I I throw five picks a game with Howell. But yes, I agree. It's 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 a lot. It's He's picks more than well, I think part of it is these games are continuing on. So I, you know, just speaking on myself, I, I've thrown 13 interceptions in four games. Now, um, you know, looking at it, one of the bad game was the Ravens. I threw eight interceptions. But I don't think it's that hard to not throw an interception. I think people are trying to fit it into windows that aren't there. And I think that's more so the, the issue than the interceptions. It's like, at what point do you realize that window is not there? How many times are you going to throw the same pick? I think Hugh was saying that he, he was throwing the same route, the same pick every every single uh, every single game. He's like, I don't know what's wrong with me. It's like, you got to realize at a certain point that that route and that, that uh, receiver, like that combo is not going to work with the quarterback you have. So you got to find it within yourself to figure it out. Um, I I mean I played Mike. I threw I threw the ball thirty times. I had one pick, and that was in the rain game. And the pick came from the rain, pretty much. So it's definitely controllable because I'm not a great passer myself. Right, no, and I get it. But I, I just think it's also like the game, like like it, it almost baits you a little bit. Like the defense, like you will, I, I will make throws. Like, when I make them, I'm like, you know, there's a pocket there. Like, there's a window, and I can hit it. But then, like, as I throw the ball, kind of defender gets a little speed boost, undercuts it, picks it off, right? So, it's yeah. like, where last year I was throwing picks where I was just being a blind bat on offense, where I would throw right at the defender. This year, I'm, like, actually thinking that, like, I'm making good reads and good throws, and it's just, like, it's something I think is there that's just not there. I mean, at the same time with that, though, I mean, we have the ability to throw our receivers open. I've thrown passes that I would have never thrown last year. Like, you know, sometimes you – when like, last year when you're passing, you're like, okay, the receiver's behind this linebacker. If I throw it left and lead him on this in route, it should hit that window. And you should be throwing him open past the linebacker. And that's not how it was. This year, you can throw it with him behind the linebacker, and he'll get it in that window, and the receiver will go get it. So, I mean, I at the same time with what you're saying, it's true. We do have the ability to avoid it, you know, even if you free form it or touch pass it up and over uh, while yeah, also but, in that direction. My, my point is it's a different game, though. Because, like, yeah, you can do that, but defense is completely different, too. The user is completely different. Like, it's it, it's different on defense. We know that there are going to be more interceptions this year than last year. I've noticed some Madden 19 interceptions in a lot of games. Like, guys are getting close. They should not be touching. Yeah. No, the numbers are ridiculous, and they're going to be. I mean, I, I, I'm, I've seriously been at the point where, like, before this past game, I threw five, four or five picks in the first half and was still competing in the game. 
I won one of them. It, it's just uh, whoever can turn the ball over the least is going to definitely uh, be advantageous. But twenty-eight through five games is ridiculous. Um, all right, receiving leaders. Uh, receptions. We have Patterson, Hurst, Komet, oh, Tony, okay. and Godwin. So we have oh, two tight ends in the top five of receiving leaders. Hold on uh, one second. It's not very good, though. So get my faith. I have one of your opinion on the, um, you know, the interceptions and also the gameplay and how do you feel about the gameplay and uh, when it comes to weather games, how was that throwing the ball and stuff like that if you had an experience that Specifically the 28 interceptions in five games. Well, so, well so far, I mean – I think everyone is. I, I, myself included, I've thrown more interceptions than I'm used to throwing in the first few games. And I think it's just getting used to the game mechanics. I have not played in a weather game yet, so I don't have any experience about how that has been affected. I'm sure that I'm sure that's to come. But I think there's a lot there's a lot to go into it. I mean, I'm speaking directly for myself. You know, trying to trying to figure out free form. I think the free form has a lot to do with your quarterback and how, you know, what you have the rectal set to that, that, that will or won't, or won't help you out, even if you're not using a free form at that time. And the gameplay is just different. I mean, take the game against Wimmy, you know, Wimmy had, uh, he has uh, McLaren and he has me beat by maybe three yards. And by the time the ball comes down, my DB caught up and I was able to pick it off, which should, which should never have happened. But I think that's the penalty the game is giving you for not using free forms. So for what I, so what I learned, um, especially in my game last night, is when you have a receiver deep, you have to use that free form to put the ball in front of them. If not, they're going to allow that speed to catch up and the ball is going to fall short. So I think the game is giving you a penalty for not using free form on a few, in a few of those passes, which is causing the interception because of a, a pass you thought you would normally make last year. Like, Oh, that's open. It should be open. It, it's hanging in the air. That speed boost is coming from the DB, and all of a sudden, a, a, a ball that was not a pick last year is an interception this year. Yeah, I mean, so for for me, like, I think it's I think the free form is interesting, and I like it. Uh, I think it allows you to kind of be creative with your own passes, um, but it's also like, especially when going deep. I think if you if you almost hit it too late, like you can't freeform like further than your quarterback's arm, you know. And so, part of it becomes like timing and like when, like how early you do it, but then also part of it just is ability, in my opinion. Uh, but moving on, uh, we'll go through receiving stats real quick. Receiving yards, Keenan Allen. Uh, Terry McLaurin, Mike Evans, Stephon Diggs, TJ Hawkinson. Uh, yeah, yeah, I said there was two uh, so that was reception leaders. Uh, Hayden Hurst and Cole Komet. Oh, that makes sense. All right, so receiving yards. We don't have to go with receptions. Just do receiving yards and uh, receiving TDs. Right, uh, TDs, McLaurin is leading with eight. And then Mike Evans, Vincent Smith, Curtis Samuel, and Jamar Chase. Two uh, two commanders. What? Who's Vincent Smith with? Uh, Bubba. He's kind of this. He's a six three 
67 like 94 overall, speed. 92 speed wide receiver that he's just trying to uh, – he was trying to feed him last night. Um, okay, so rushing leaders, Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, Cam Akers, uh, Joe Mixon, and Saquon Barkley. Rushing touchdowns, Joe Mixon, Derrick Henry. Uh, is this Jamal Williams? Javante Williams. Javante Williams for the Broncos. Isaiah Pacheco for the Chiefs. And J.K. Dobbins. Um, I'm going to switch to defense. Do we want to talk about rushing or wide receivers at all? I don't think there's any surprises there. I mean, K-Mac's still using and abusing the tight end, but that's about it. Yeah, Hawkinson's a top five receiving yards leader. Um, for the Bucks game, I think Parm was at like number four. Okay. There, so. Um, McLaurin and Curtis Samuel are dogs. I mean, you got one of them on the block. Well, I mean, like, I mean, dude, like you said last night, I said something in your stream about how long, how long this trading is taking. Um, you know, I, I've asked even in gen chat, which obviously, you know, JT's not going to answer is just cause he feels like we're, we're fucking hounding it. But like, what is the trade by deadline? Is the trade deadline going to be extended? Are we going to be able to trade? Are we, are there no trade season one? Um, and like you said last night in your game, um, You're lagging with the issues. I mean, guys might, you know, you wanted to trade Antonio Gibson, but last night he won, he, he basically uh, won you the game uh, with his So issues lagging. I'll, now, uh, I'll explain some of what I was saying. Essentially, I was saying, like, if you negotiated trades early in the year, you know, as you start using your teams, dev stores, whatever it may be, the value of those guys is constantly fluctuating, whether it's going up or down. Uh, so, like, for example, last night, I had a player who I had uh, a dev story with that I had actually pretty much already accepted a trade and was going to, like, send it through whenever the trade count came out. And now he's a superstar uh safety so it's like uh i don't know his value might have just changed quite a bit so i, I don't know it's it's interesting to see kind of when trade count comes out like well like you know it, it, it it's hard to it's hard to agree on trades and then three four weeks later it'd be like oh yeah the 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 same value or want the same guy oh well yeah the value definitely changed i mean yeah draft pick positions are changing well, we don't even know the value of anyone right now either. So, I mean, I could, I could be like, hey, hey, Wimmy, I'll give you, you know, I'll give you a fourth for Antonio Gibson, you know, just something yeah. like that. Like, okay, okay, yeah, we accept that. Cool. We come out here and he's he's worth a a, a mid second round pick in the in the trade count. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Well, we already agreed to the fourth. So, you know, well now you're like, oh, well, I want to do a second, and then suddenly your trade talks are gone because yeah. you already agreed to something, and now you're all fucked on the. On well, on the uh, the calculator. Oh, well, everyone's tra- everyone's trades are going to be a little bit screwed up. I mean, I have trades that I'm waiting to try to get through, and I can t- and I know right. firsthand that those trades are not going to be. It could be drastically changed. And suddenly yeah. all trade talks are are screwed, and 
guys are going to get salty with each other because they already agreed. And now the next guy doesn't want to do it because he's not getting as much as the couch says he should have got. But and yeah. then it, give, it, give, it gives the opportunity for somebody to come in and snatch a trade. Just saying, oh, I need this. And all of a sudden you're competing with a trade that you already have uh, worked out. And somebody else hits you know, the, your trading partner in the DM. Now they're looking at this other trade. So it's, it's, it's messing up a lot of things as far as, you know, trying, trying to get your trade done. I feel like the trade, I don't know. I feel like there needs to be a way that we can let trades roll as far as if I got three guys competing and one wants to offer me more than the guy might be worth, why is it on me to be like, yeah, I can't take your offer because you're offering two months and I got to yeah. take this, this offer? No, because. no, it's not. It's not on you, but it's uh, it's it's not on you. As what I'm saying is, it just opens it just opens that battle up. I mean, you're you're more than entitled to take the best trade. As no, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying with the trade committee, they'll most likely deny a a, a trade that's heavily favoring one team. What if that bias is mine because they want to? They're outbidding somebody else. Like why why is it on us? As a member, this has nothing to do with your point, Hefe. It's just that you brought up the, um, you know, you brought up the whole situation when you got two people bidding. Why is it on us to take the lesser amount of the bid just because of the trade calculator? I get what you're saying. I think for right now, until he gets that trade calculator out, we should just use the the Neon Sports trade calc, and we should submit trades through Neon Sports. No. <laughs> just go a season with no communication and no trading. Say something. Tell us something. Hey, th- this is this is where this is where I want to get th- this out. Th- you know, hey, we're gonna our deadline's gonna be week twelve instead of week eight. Yeah, it, I mean, just, you, you can't just yeah. not, you can't just not say anything. He, he told he said in Gen Chat last week he wanted to he wanted to be ready by by the end of the weekend. Well, here we are Monday morning and I have no communication. Can I fucking trade or not? Well, okay, we have advance tonight, so, you know, we usually expect announcements in advance. We do know that, like, if this goes on another week, we'll be in week, you know, say say this doesn't get fixed till well, the week. We'll be, in, we'll, we'll be in week seven, and if the trade committee gets hit with 15 to 20 trades, who knows how many are going to get submitted. Friday type of feeling in there where they're like, all right, boys, you got the storm coming. Let's be ready. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> gonna be a it's gonna be a, a water cooler Monday uh, next week, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, no, it's it, it's just a lot of time constraint. And the other thing is, is like you know these guys that you know probably want to s- sell high on some of their like better players that may be a little older. Um, maybe they're not uh, like a competing team. Or competing this year, like you know, you're losing games that you could send, you could have sent your guys to other teams for. So it's yeah. like now instead of trading a guy for twelve games, I'm gonna only get him for eight. And I'm, if I'm not re- if I'm not resigning him at the end of the year, like mm-hmm. that's gonna diminish how much I really want him. I mean, that's like, a great time goes that's on. A gr- that's F- a great point. And he he's a he's gonna be a one year rental. He's either gonna lose his dad, retire, and I think he's only on a one year deal. 
right. I'm not going to trade now first for a superstar safety I'm going to have for three games because I, I already missed the games that I needed to win for him. So, I mean, Neff's basically going to sit on McCoy until he fucking dies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that no, I think when we made one of the best points, that you're trading for people, and especially players like uh, Neff. Uh, you know, I know you like to develop people for sure. Like you, you want to trade for people that you want to start developing now, putting putting content into now because you're trading for somebody that that's sitting on somebody's roster that they're probably not putting any content into. So they're not going to be what you want them to be by the end of the year. So it's putting you at a a serious disadvantage. I mean, sure, okay, let me get this guy and then, you know, work on him for next year. But you want to start working on these players now. That's that's the reason you're, you're trading for them. PML is only five – it's only five cycles. You don't have ten cycles to, to, to get a player to where you want him to be. Yeah. Yeah, and we don't even have content points yet. Like, that, we don't even – we don't even have that yet. So, uh, been, a, been a weird start to PML this, this cycle. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I, think, I, think we're, I think we're getting more concerned with – the, the coaching carousel and getting certain players in here than we are actually about the players that are in here, like taking the time to help keep PML going. All right. Like we're here. We're playing like, let's not worry about all this other outside stuff. Let's get this going. Yeah. And it all could be tied into like, uh, you know, the, um, what is it called? The, uh, the conversion system. He said the way my Madden did something this year, they they screwed up some back end things that he's trying to just put it all in in slowly into the site. And I think it's just it's just dragging on. I think I think just like the impatience is just starting to rise a little bit because guys guys are ready to make their moves. They they want to compete now. You know, it's still early enough where you can make a, a trade and potentially save your season. And if if you hit week ten. And you, you, you know, your trade just gets accepted. You only have seven more games to turn it around. Um, so, I mean, I think it's going to start getting real impatient. Yeah, so, uh, you know, the whole trading thing is interesting. Hopefully that's out uh, out of dance. Um, speaking of, I, that's what I wanted to do. So, you know, we're we're five weeks into it. We've got a few games left, but we pretty much had mostly games played. I want to retackle these divisions, and you know, I want the biggest surprise and who you think is going to win the division, um, real quick. We have something we could we could wrap the show up on. So we'll start with the AFC East. Uh, Wendy, if you could just go through the record and the standings real quick, and then we'll we'll talk about you know how it looks and our biggest you know our biggest surprise and who we think is going to win the division. All right, AFC East. We have the four and one Buffalo Bills, two and three Jets, the two and three Dolphins, and the zero and four Patriots. Still yet to play KMAC. And that so zero and five Patriots. Um, taking a look at this, uh, taking a look at this, the biggest surprise to me, I would say, is Paul, uh, not Phil and um Q. How bad Q is? Yeah, uh, two, two and three Q. <laughs> I thought I thought it'd be more competitive early on, especially. Um, I thought Tyreek and, and Waddle were gonna be explosive on that offense and he's I mean it's not like he's using them poorly, he's just turning the ball over a ton. And that yeah. is really causing him issues. And I'm you know I'm, 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 
No, no, I was just going to say, I'm not as surprised, to be quite honest with you, because if you looked at Q last year, and last year's my first cycle, he, he's, he, he, he's a big tight end and running back guy. He likes the tight end. He likes to run it back. His, his receivers weren't major weapons uh, last year, from what I remember when I was playing him. And the speed is not – I think this is the first Madden, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, where speed isn't speed. Like, 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 because you're not just, I don't care if you're not just running past anyone this year. That, that's just how they have it. So, Q may have come in with one game plan, like, okay, I can just, you know, I can take the top off, I can get some crossers going, I can get some, but it's not happening because speed is not speed. I mean, so you're not really. I remember when, when, when the Dolphins last cycle, when the Dolphins traded for Tyreek Hill, and everybody's like, oh my God, whoever gets the Dolphins, they're going to be crazy. But it's not that way because speed isn't what speed isn't speed and well, Q's well, game is the tight end and running back is, out of the backfield. Part of it is also that, and yes, I agree with you that the tight end up the seam, running back out of the backfield, that is that is Q's game. But like the other part is like sometimes he just doesn't have the throw power for someone as fast as Tyreek. Like I've seen Tyreek beat guys; he'll throw the ball, and like the ball will not. Like it could be if it's thrown like probably ten yards further, like it's a touchdown. But because of where the ball's placed, like it, it's a pick. Like a, a lot of the corners can catch up and recover a lot better in this game. I feel like so if you don't, if you don't get that ball out early, like like two, especially two, two will underthrow you. So it's like free form it a little early, and Tyreek's fast enough; he'll get under it. Right, right. He'll go after it, but it's like it's like if you're late on that, like, and you see it late, like, even if he's got him beat by you know several steps, if you don't get it over that defender, like they can still they can still recover. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you know, a good example uh, was what Ethan Jones. I threw a corner out, and it was the first time I ever got separation on man coverage on a corner. I threw it. He had about five yards. But the, how long the ball was in there, the cornerback was able to recover and make a play on the ball and swat it away just because of how long the ball just hangs in the air. Bullet pass doesn't matter. How long it hangs in the air gives them recovery, um, you know, with that whole situation. So I, I totally agree. Yeah. All right. Next uh, next division, hold the up. AFC. Got, hold on, hold on, buddy. I didn't get to speak on this one. Okay. Um, my my, I'm gonna go with a, a disappointment here for this division is gonna be my man Neff over here. Sitting at zero and five because we know you're gonna lose to the Lions. There's games that I think Neff should have won. He should Neff should probably be sitting at like I'd say like two and three right now. Um, and then you know Neff already knows his. You know I've already talked to Neff. We we've already kind of talked about it, so I'm not gonna you know, kind of spill it over into the show. But um, I, I think Neff could be a little more competitive in the division if if some things uh, went went differently in his first two games that were just kind of like mental mistakes. Uh, I think I think Neff could compete for the division, to be honest. I actually think Neff can compete in that, can compete for that division as well. I, I agree with you right there, AC, 100%. Um, I don't think Neff's competing this year. Yeah, I, I don't think you have I don't think yeah. you want to. Uh, listen, and 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 the, at the at the rate trades are coming in, he'll be competing year three. Oh, man, that's, that's, we might hey, we might be able to trade next season. We don't 
don't know yet. No confirmation. But... So, um, I uh, honorable mention uh, biggest surprise in the AFC East. Uh, Mac Jones leads the division in passing. That's all I need to say. AFC North. Uh, oh, Cammy. Bengals are five and zero. Oh. Easiest, 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 biggest surprise. Cammy is the biggest two, surprise. Steelers two and three, Browns two and three. But is he? But is he the biggest surprise? Because think about it, last. But Cammy has always had a right. But Cammy has, from what I know, has always had a really good offense. Now you give him, you give him jump. Listen, last year with the Saints, he was the Saints last year, and he gave people fits with 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 you know with offense. Now you give him Joe Burrow and that. Cincinnati offense. I mean, it's not a complete surprise sure. what he's doing that offense. The, the surprise he's won, the, he's won them. That's yeah, an absolute surprise. He clapped yeah. cheeks. The, the the surprise with Cammy is is always been one thing. We've always known he can move the ball. We've always known that he can score. It, it's always the turnovers. If, if he can keep the turnovers down, he's going to play good football. And right now, Joe Burrow, 13 touchdowns, six picks. I mean, that's yep. that's as good as you can ask for Joe Burrow. Yeah. Of, and knowing from Cammy from the last three, four cycles, Cammy's never played this well. He normally right. you know, wins his first three, four games and falls off. But it doesn't look like he's got any sign of slowing down in I like I, mean, I said the yeah, games he can he's keep on the, the coaches that he's beat to get the five and zero and to be the last remaining AFC team undefeated. He just beat the breaks off of King K, who's also playing extremely well. He beat the breaks off of Q. He blew. I think he blew falling out something like that. He beat, he, he beat me uh, handily. With, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm loaning it now. He yeah, beat, yeah beat he, he, he beat Hefe pretty handily, and Hefe is a good coach who's also struggling right now. Beat beat fallen by one. Beat King K by sixteen. Everybody knows. Uh, one thing I noticed is watching games. No, everybody knows. Uh, you know what this this man in the meta is. Man, man up. That's the meta. Um, watching Cammy play, he does a good job of knowing when Joe Mixon's one on one with a linebacker and taking advantage of it. Does a really good job with that. That's what that's what I've noticed so far with Cammy's gameplay. I know he hit uh, King K on a TD with it. He tried to do it against Q. He misread the coverage and ended up being a, a pick. Uh, he did throw two picks, by the way. I remember we were arguing about that. He threw two, but they had to re- restart. So those two picks are washed away from the restart that they had. Also, also you know, you mentioned you matter, uh, the matter, so it kind of brings me to like my other thoughts. It's like, my, I don't... I, I played vet last night. He's got the Browns, and he is so aggressive. He ran man blitz nearly every other play, and it, I just kept. If I wasn't running a play action, I, I was. I burned him every time, and he's just. He's got a. That, that's why he's sitting at two and three. I'm surprised he's two and three to be honest. He, I'm surprised he's not one and four or zero oh and five, because the, with how aggressive he is, he's he's shooting himself in the foot. And then he's throwing those twenty-eight interceptions. It's I'm so glad I can say this now. The Browns are a big disappointment right now, and I don't feel bad. They've been a disappointment since four cycles already. But now I get this, and I don't have to fight for my life. Yeah, he uh, he he is really 
Like, you did bad with the Browns, but he is making you look like the best coach they had in years. Um, so, I, I, I agree with you on that. When it comes to this division, I still see King K uh, winning this division. I'm going to say that for now. Um, but it is very impressive and, and a surprise uh, to what uh, Cammy's been doing. I, have, I actually have Cammy winning that division. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Until someone I, – I said it yesterday in chat, Cammy will probably – 11-0 before he loses a game. 11-0? and 0? Is that what you said? His, yes, his first tough his, – his toughest opponent comes week uh, week 12. And that's against Bubba. And the way Bubba's playing, that might be a win. The way Bubba played, it might even be week 12 when he plays Jack. Interesting. All right. Look at uh, this, I mean, look, look at his schedule. I mean, he play he plays his division, which he should take care of handily. He plays JT, who doesn't give a shit. Like, he doesn't play anyone competitive until week 11 and 12. What's well, so, Yeah, I, I can see it happening. Um, what's the next game, though? I mean, the next division. So, next division is the AFC South. Uh, the Texans are 3-1. and one. The Titans are 2-3. and three. The Jags are two and two, and the Colts are one and four. Uh, I'd say the Colts had a close game last night with the Broncos. They had a game-winning drive that they threw a pick on. He, I feel like he, he's been he's been slightly competitive in those like lower games. So like you know he he could be three and two or two and three, but I mean he he's got a close games and. Matt Ryan's second in picks. He's like six touchdowns and 22 picks. So he's another turnover problem guy. Yeah. Uh, I'd, say, I'd say biggest surprise here is probably uh, the Jags for me. Uh, two and two, they play problem this week, so that should be a good game if it is played. Advanced yeah, there's, today. Bro, but four o'clock. East. Oh, bet. Um, Bad game so, set, and uh, Cowboys are set for today. Cowboys or uh, not Cowboys? Giants and Packers are set for today too. I think that's going to be a good game. Um, it should. Be. I I think that it's going to be kind of one of those like it'll set the mood of the division games. You know, like if hype Mike comes out and competes, it'll be like one of those. Okay, I'm gonna have to like. Um. You know, I, I, I'm assuming problems trying, but like, you know, this this might be like a little bit of a, a here we are type of thing if Hype Mike's able to win this game, especially against a divisional rival. Who's leading the division right now? Mike has told me he's not afraid to cheese it to win it if he has to. So I mean if that if that ends up happening and problem comes in a chat again, I, I just I'm curious as to how everything will go. Yeah, okay. I'm not. Better I'm not be careful cheating. Oh, go ahead, Hefe. I was gonna better be careful cheating. Problem, you don't want him to start cheating the league. I think he'll, he'll outdo all of us on that. Yeah, he's been he's been talking kind of like. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. He's he's been talking kind of like like if if we want to see like 
sim. He can show us sim. I put that in air quotes. I get no one can see me, but I I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see. Um, you know, I hope I hope he doesn't like you know leave or anything. But I could see him kind of moving on a little bit. I don't know. Uh, division for the run. Yeah, I can see that. I don't think he's going to come into a connected franchise and let people cheese in the win. I mean, I don't think right. that's what he joined it for. He, he yeah, he, 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 can, he can play mutt any day of the week if he needs to. Yeah. So, biggest so, surprise is how weak and uh, biggest uh, – I think problem is going to run away with the division. Yeah, I didn't expect problem to sit on top of it five, five weeks in with that team. Yeah. And I think he will continue um, for now and, until until we see some sort of – the only person I think can challenge him right now is, is Hype Mike. Um, all right, next division, we have the AFC West. This is a tight division. So the, the Chiefs are at the top at three and one. But then you have the Chargers at three and two, the Broncos at three and two, and the Raiders at two and two. The Raiders and is it the Chiefs? Raiders Chiefs play still. Um, I'm assuming that game will be played. Have Jack and Maggie scheduled? Can anyone check? Maybe. Okay, but all right. Um, so yeah, uh, Chiefs are three one, but I'd say I personally the biggest surprise here is is probably how evenly this division is. For getting two brand new people, uh, you know, Debo's in at three and two. If the Raiders win, everyone will be three and two. Like. I don't know. I thought there'd be a little more. I, I thought there'd be levels to this division, but it's turned out to be one of the better ones that JT created, and he created it with two new guys. So uh, I'm I'm excited for to see how this kind of wraps up as the season goes. Big, bigger surprise to me is my PhD two like him to be four and zero at this point. And it's a real disappointment that he's not. Nice. I think HD was trying to talk through that, and you just talked over his lagging ass. So, if, I, if I'm thinking of this correctly, I don't know what this happened. I think I think Jack could go from first to third if he loses, because. Matt, uh, Raiders would go above him for winning, and then I beat the Raiders. Which would that put me in first, or would I stay in third? And Jack would drop to two. You're worried too much about standings in week five. I'm no, I'm saying like the dramatic drop that he can go just from one game and the division still being so even, he could drop from three right. from one to three. He, he in could one probably game. go. From- yeah, yes, yes. I believe you're correct in that. No, I just don't know if, if because Raiders gets the tiebreaker and then I get the tiebreaker because I beat the Raiders, so that shoots me up to one. But I don't know how that works. 
well, got a lot more games to worry about before you worry about tiebreakers. Well, uh, looking at God, no, listen, no one in here has beat K Mac and probably for the cycle. You beat K Mac last cycle, does it count? It doesn't count. Okay, buddy, doesn't count. You won't even play him. I'm, I'm ducking him, bro, and he won't let me duck. He actually messaged me. I was like, fuck. I wish his tag didn't work for some reason. Um, you know, moving on, um, uh, I see Jack struggling in this division. Uh, I think he's doing well with that, that Chiefs team. And, um, yeah, like I said, biggest surprise is uh, HB at 2-2. Two two. feel like he should be at 3-1, 4-no, somewhere along there, uh, especially with how much he's played and stuff. I, I, I expected him to, you know. Come out guns blazing. Hey, if I, Mike didn't cheese me, I'd be sitting at four and one. <laughs> All right. So moving, moving on. on. Uh, so, uh, so, that's recorded. That's on wax right there. Next, we have the NFC East. The Giants sit atop at four and They still have to play uh, the. Packers, I assume that's going to be at least attempted to play. Uh, then you have the Eagles and Commanders both sitting at three and two, and the Cowboys are zero and five. Biggest surprise immediately: Cowboys at zero and five. Yeah, yeah. listen, that, that's that's no doubt zero and five, man. We we just. You know, we should have won last night. That was that was crazy. I don't know how many people watched that game. It's thir- 13 seconds left in the game. 13 seconds left in the game. We are up one over DK. And he has to he has to try to get in field goal range, obviously. 13 seconds left. He throws the ball out of bounds. He's on his side of the 50. He's still on the other side of the 50. He throws the ball out of bounds, throwing it away to avoid a sack. And I get a rough in the call penalty. A rough in the passer penalty and puts him in field goal range. Like the game was over. Game was done. Game was done. Because he hasn't really been passing all game. He had like three interceptions. Game was done. It's and, and kudos to him. This is not on him. I'm I'm mad at the game right now because literally 13 seconds left. The game is done. Like I I have maybe he has maybe two more plays to try to get in the field goal range. It, possibly. And they give him a rough in the passer penalty and puts him in field goal range and wins the game last night. That was that was crazy to me. I've never been more mad at Madden in my life. Yeah, so so, so I had a I had an instance last night and I think H D saw it. I had a roughing the punter uh during my game. And well you were already down seventeen zero. Well I was down seventeen zero, had like a, a like my first touch with Gibson was a was a fumble and and he's finally punting the ball back to me, and I get a roughing the punter. And like, there's like, I feel like there's, there's not much more of a like, what am I supposed to do type of moment. So like, I, I feel you have It's yeah, it's rough. It, it, and 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 that's two games in a row. And you know, kudos. I'm not thinking things for coaches. Like even when you and I were playing, like I was up, I was up seven driving down, and at worst, I was already in field goal range, and you and I spoke about this already. Driving down, I was already in field goal range. Zeke Elliott, of all people, fumbled the ball, not on a hit stick, not on the scrum. It was just a regular hit, and he fumbled the ball, 
And out of the crowd, Montez Sweat picks it up and then outruns two of my fastest guys to the end zone. And then the and then you you add what happened this game against DK, which the game should have been you know over. You know, I could, like come on now against Demarcus Montez, Lawrence, who should have Montez play record. is probably faster than both of your fastest guys, <laughs> dude. No, 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 no. He's like a ninety. He's like a ninety ninety one. But CD Lamb is a ninety two and had him on the angle. I was like, come on, CD. Like you got to, you got like you got to get there for me, right? So, yeah, I, I, I watched. I was watching Wibby's game last night and. Well, Montez rushing from the right side at the outside linebacker spot. Bubba threw a bubble screen to the left, and Montez Sweat's the only guy that can catch him from the other side of the field down. Like, I mean, how's this dude even catching up to he's him? Like, right he's, now? Like, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's forty yards down. Play, bro. He's like forty yards down the field. He was, he wasn't even in the play, and he's chasing no down or whatever. No safety, no corners. It was Montez Sweat <laughs> chasing down this receiver from the from the back side of the play. I'm I, here I for even it. said yeah, to him in his chat, like, bro, why is Montez the last guy? That doesn't yeah. make sense. Yeah, so 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 that sounds ridiculous. And then you add what happened against Wimmy, then you add the DK thing where the game should have been won. Weekend, because we had dance like, over the weekend, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's like that's and then it's like the game's over. Like I'm sitting like, all right, game's over. And I'm thinking, I actually thought when I saw the flag come out, I was like, oh. This is intentional grounding. Like he, like he didn't even leave the pocket. And so I'm thinking, oh, this is about the back. Like I literally, like I that's the worst. I, I, I literally thought he was, and and uh, Greeny was the one that saw because Greeny hit in chat. Like you got to be like roughing the pass. Or, like come on now. Like he didn't. He 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 threw it out of like I'm like I was so pissed off last night. Like you have no idea. And it it was it was a double shot because I actually thought, oh, I saw the flag. I'm like oh, that's intentional grounding. Then the, then the announcer said roughing the pass. I'm like. Come I on, will really. say, I'm surprised that we're in Madden 23 and we don't have offsetting penalties yet. They only call Oops. one penalty because, I mean, obviously, I think you would still get the grounding and he would get the roughing, so you would just replay the down. Yeah, no, yeah, or are those, are those two different things? No, no, you're right. Yeah, so no, no, it's, we're this far. We're in 2022, and this is your fucking 30th game, and we can't get an offsetting penalty <laughs> Because your game can only call one penalty at a damn time. It, 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 it shouldn't even be the penalty. Like, and it, it was against Demarcus Lawrence, who should have awareness and play recognition. Like, you can't give me a rough in the pass and call with 13 seconds left, and really, he's not even a field goal range left. Come on. I don't really get my rough in the pass calls because my dumbass clicks on and spams square to yeah. try to get the, like a, one of those suction sacks. And I just I just pay for it every time, but, but I, you know, anyway. I just keep doing it. But anyway, yeah, 0-5 is not where I want to be. I know I'm a better coach than that, and it just has to show in the game. It should have to play. But my games, besides the Cami game, which I was just off, my all my games could have gone either way, and they just haven't gone my way for whatever reason, like last night. Like, it is what it is, but we'll write the ship. I'm definitely not going defeated. Hopefully we can get some trades going so I can make some trades. I do have some trades that I want to make to make the team kind of play more to my style a little bit. Um, but this is not the Dallas Cowboys. It's not the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's not the Dallas Cowboys. It's not CEO of Dallas Cowboys. Like the line is terrible. Smith is out. You know, it's not jukebox Zeke anymore. It's like Energizer Zeke. You, you know what I mean? So I have some trades that I'm waiting to line up. You know, if we can get some, you know, if we get the trades going. So um, I wanted to bring up too. Yeah, you, you, uh, you said you can get offset and penalties. Uh, fuck that. Can we at least get fucking non-glitches in CFM? 
Like, <laughs> that's another thing. They brought yeah. it up. Um, they brought it up. What if we do AR and the way CFM is right now, it doesn't save the AR that was just done for a fucking hour, bro. Like, what do we do that? Yeah. You got to redo And Well, and, and how do you track that? Do you have to go into every single player and make sure that, hey, this is what was done for this session and this was saved? And, like, how much of the how, – how much do you have to, uh, I guess, monitor, in my opinion? Yeah, well, we're going to – we're gonna bring this back up at the end, but let's let's get through these divisions, and then we'll, I wanna I'm gonna talk about it at the end. Okay, I might not make it that far. Uh, North, we have the Lions at four and zero, the Packers at three and one, the Vikings at two and three, and the Bears at one and four. I'm not surprised by any of this. I got nothing. I mean. That, I mean, that was about how I, was I thought say, the, I mean, after, the division went. I don't know, SP Dot came in, got a good team, and, you know, he did what he did. And But now he's got a team he's actually got to build himself, and we're not seeing. We, he, he's frustrated, basically. I mean, I think it's what JT wanted also. Uh, it's kind of your tank punishment rather than just getting booted like you're supposed to. So take, take, take your lickings while you can, I guess. A tank yeah. punishment. This man came in at week 12. With an 0-12 team, and he's getting shit for thinking. <laughs> is that what's actually happening right now? This man came in. You also oh, came yeah. in. You came in with a top roster. You won two of your last seven or eight games, and then you came in and went fucking 14 and two and went to a Super Bowl. Yeah, you you definitely you're getting shit. I don't. I, I ain't gonna give somebody that, Super Bowls at that. You might be the only person that thinks he didn't tank. You you say you you tank in five games to end the season when you came in halfway to a. Uh, I I ain't giving you shit for it though. We ain't kick. You said, oh, we should kick them, but the, no. I I said, yeah, that's per the rule book. You get removed. So don't come at me for reciting the rule book that JT wrote. Yeah, but I think that has a guideline where it says if you're here from fucking day one and you take the full season. Oh, come on. Like like the Patriots are doing right now, and somebody needs to get on that. Fuck them. They need to be taking. We've all agreed. Don't matter if you're 0 12 or 0 and 0. You're wasting everybody's time. You stretching. You stretching. You like stretch Armstrong. Like, I don't care. Integrity. Integrity. We want our tugger right now. Um. <laughs> what's the uh, no surprise? Yeah, you're right. There is no surprise in this division. Um, Vikings, he being being as bad as he's been. Like, he's been lucky to win the last couple of games. Like, it hasn't been pretty, but he's been, he's been really, really bad. I, I think he's been on that, you know, FA side of things where he's still trying to figure things out. And I, I think that's, that's the bigger surprise for me. Um, when it comes to who's going to win the division, I still have been lucky. Next division. Uh, next division, we have the NFC South. Bucks 5-0, Saints 2-3, Falcons 0-5, Panthers 0-5. Um, this division Falcons. is gross. Falcons being as bad as they are. I get it. You, you don't have a great team. Like hey, we, I will say, Greeny, Greeny's got some... 
some things going on, actually, I think, in real life. Uh, he left all the leagues. Uh, PML is the only league he stayed in. So, that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, Green yeah, does have some things going on. Yeah, he, oh, yeah, like, um, he, he, he has some yeah. stuff. He has some stuff going on. So I think that has a lot to do with it. And he's yeah, like, AJ, he did leave like Falcons three leagues. On top of that. Yeah, getting the Falcons on top of that just fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, but that, look, that's, that's, I don't say how bad he's been. It's been a bit of a surprise. I expect at least one or two I wins. Mean, he's also surprised how bad he's Green, been. Greeny's like, Greeny's like me last year. Like, I had some stuff going on. Everybody knows that I left all my leagues except for CML. Like, CML's a league you don't leave. Like you leave every league else, you're like, all right, I'm not, you know, f this league. I'm not like I left. I left like three leagues last year, and you just keep PML. But it's hard, you know, it's hard to you know concentrate when you got a lot of that stuff going on. And I think he knew from the start that he was like he's not going to do damage with the Falcons this year. So I think he's just kind of filling out for what he can, and then try to probably make up for it in the draft and offseason. And we'll probably see a better Greeny uh, next next season. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest surprise is how Coach got this team. I, I I with this division I don't I don't know. I don't I don't get it. Um team. But uh he's gonna win the division. To make it to the Super Bowl. I think you all are underestimating the strength of the NFC. You all keep saying codes of the Super Bowl team. This is the same shit that that Q went through. We didn't play anyone the entire season, and because so, he didn't really have that that challenge. So I'm a little more skeptical on that NFC Championship that you all keep throwing out there. We got it. Yeah, those fucking commanders, Lenny. You could do it. I'm proud of you. All right. I'm just saying. Do. I'm saying if he's gonna make it, he's either gonna be the one seed and win one game, or he's gonna be a different seed and he's gonna win two playoff games. Which he's never done Do before. He's so he's, he's, he's never I, done, but he never had this Bucks team either. This Bucks team is absurd. Did you see the Colts yeah, team? Yeah, Colts team was pretty absurd too. That team is not this so, Bucks team. I, I think Colts is a is a is a great coach. I think he's a really good coach. I just I don't know if he's going to make it to the Super Bowl with that Bucks. Team. Y'all y'all say I played a lot. Colts has played probably ten times more than I have, and he's got a. I think. He, uh, I got a nice, you know. I got. I probably have like the best CFM team. Everything. I think overall wise, he's not the best team. Huh? Oh no, no. Um. Uh, ooh, ooh, that's tough. I don't know. I think Chargers has the I, best roster. I think Bucks, Bucks are close to. Bucks are. Close I, think, to I think. I think they're an eighty-nine or something like that. I'm not an eighty-nine. Well, that's. Yeah, that's I thought they were like an eighty-five offense, and I don't think there's a single fucking person in this league that's like, yeah, I'll take that Patriots offense. Yeah, his, his team, his team's crazy, dude. You got, oh my God, Mike Evans, Godwin, Julio, Gage, Scotty Miller. Like, dude, you got two running backs. You got Tom Brady with the best abilities. Still good in Madden, bro. I would trade from him. He would start on my team. So Julio's like an 83. Julio still has stats. He's like an attributes. He's like an 83 with 91 speed. He's not the he's, uh, he's, and six what seals six two turns stuff. I don't know. Julio's still yeah. a good receiver in Madden. Julio is he's a not, good he's not what he's receiver, bro. This ain't yeah. real life. Yeah, he's not what he once was, but Julio's come down with a ball before he got injured. At this point, with with how Cody's been playing, he has not going to the Super Bowl would be a disappointment. 
I think it'd be a disappointment to Codes. Um, but you know, I, I still see Codes winning this division pretty easily. Uh, moving on, what's the next division? The NFC West. Last division, NFC West. We have the Rams five and zero, Seahawks three and two, Cardinals one and four, Niners one and four. You know, it's real surprising that Andrews twenty four and at the bottom of this division. This is real surprising to me. Oh my god, I can't believe it. After that great playoff run he had season five, this is super <laughs> fucking surprising to me. You're such a dick. This is. I still can't believe he's behind Deloy right now. Deloy, Deloy hasn't touched Madden besides the PML games. The dude doesn't even have a playbook yet. He he says he'll probably he might get a custom season three. Like I, 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 I wish that Ant, like I, 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 I want Ant to compete. I want him. I want him to compete so bad. I think we, I think we got to agree here that I don't think I, I think DK getting the Rams in this division was too much. He what? I think DK getting the Rams in in this division. With D. Lloyd and Ant was just too much. I I think he needs. I think DK needed a better division and a worse team. I think how dominant he's been. Because I don't think he's. I don't think how many division games does he have? I don't think he's had one. Uh, he's two and zero. Oh, so he's two. Thank you. Yeah, he's two and zero. Um, I just I I like, he's not he's he's not playing through the roof. Obviously, with the close game against you know Hefe, but. I mean, he's still closing out. He's going five and zero. Oh. I think last, I when I talked to him, he said he went like twenty seven and four, twenty two and four, or something like that in his regular season games in PML last cycle. I mean, dude, the, the, I I don't know. I mean, but the cap call, I think, is the reason why he got them because he gives out dumbass contracts. So, without, um, without without a BS rough in the passer call, he should have been four and one. But that's another story. I'll be salty about that show. <laughs> I don't know. Z's at three and two with the Seahawks. Do we think he, Z can keep up with DK? The biggest question not, mark. Not this year. Not this season, but the biggest question mark will Z be able to build a team? Because Z hasn't shown that he can build a team. Without XP the way it was a couple of Madden's ago, and getting an end game like T Bandit, he hasn't shown a, a look of uh, team building still. Wait, I, I, I don't know if he has the, like, like he just doesn't have the content for it, I don't think. Like, like that's that's gonna be the ultimate thing is like, where do you get this these content points for all of these? Was, you know, because you have so many holes. So it's like, it's like that's. I mean, with the team being so good as well with content, I mean, I was looking at my team. I'm like, okay, you know, you have your obvious young rookies and stuff like that that you can content and like, you know, use your points there, but. These other guys that you kind of want to like want to build, they're already at like the threshold for content with these like kind of better teams. So yeah. I mean, using content won't exactly help him anymore either, unless he's just building you know seventy overall guys. Well, and he could be doing that. Like I know he's got some. I think he's got some youth on that D line that maybe he's like boosting up blockchain or whatever whenever it comes out. But, like, you know, for the most part, like, I mean, I feel like that team's got a lot of holes. And, 
it's it's got to come down to how much content he can do and how many how many points he can put in. Because you know, you know, like you know, guys like Arod are going to have that Steelers team, you know, just stacked by season three. You know, you know, Neff's going to have his guys. You know, you're going to have your guys. I'm going to have my guys. Everyone's going to, you know, have their dudes. But like, you know, when when you have a full rebuild like that, like, and, and as much as we just completely. We we chopped the legs out from underneath XP a little bit. Or we 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 cut XP down a lot. That's fucking amazing. Like Nepris mentioned E Bandit. E Bandit has E Bandit hasn't had a good team since that season five of Madden twenty. And like I think I think that it that was just because he was winning games. And he has yet and he was winning games because of how good his team was. And now we see last year he didn't build his team up and he was he couldn't win games because of it and he wasn't getting that XP that he needed to up his guys and now he's forced to fucking do something. So like effort into this league off the field and put content out there that make PML what it is and not just a place where you go and play your games. They deserve to have a better team. If Cook wants to be the only guy to fucking bust his ass doing content for the league. He deserves to have the best fucking team in the game. I don't I mean, care really, you're those 85 and you're 75. Next time you can see some fucking content and get something done. Wimmy, those chargers you got were because of winning, not because of content. Like, that, that's kind right. of the difference right. that, that it made. So, like, obviously, you know, you came in right then and there. You didn't, you know, you don't really, you didn't really see that. But, like, coming from, like, previous cycles to about last... The beginning of last cycle is when it really hit. Like yeah. you didn't really get to see the difference. So, you know, I thought I kind of give well, like, oh, you well, kind of well, just cut it, you know, like, cut the well, legs. But I saw a little bit of the difference when Dwayne Haskins was like that dog. Remember when Dwayne Haskins like, was exactly. elite for no reason? Factor bullshit. Like that's because he was winning games. I was like, that's why Kevin right, Foles right. Bulls, or Bulls Bills team was so good. He was winning all those games to get in the playoff XP and the Super Bowl XP. He's getting his devs from winning. But, I mean, you can't change that. But, like, all the XP and stuff is just because they won games. And now that it's lower, they can't do that. So, we've seen T-Bandit struggle since then because he refuses to do any content in a content league. But let me ask you a question. Uh, ne- ne- I, I got to go, guys. Let me ask you. Right. Let me have a and I know we I know we have to wrap up, but just to your point, do you think that's how JT structured it, gave out teams based upon knowing some players will do content, some won't? Yes, yeah, because you look at you look at the NFC who's really gonna take off doing content? Only Deloitte, and he won't be able to he's not gonna do that for season one. And he might not even do that for season two. Deloitte is in a, a place where content is not like it was before, where he, he could do a bunch of content. That whole division doesn't do content. Uh DK barely does anything. Uh and dog, you know, doesn't do anything. And, and uh, it's just, uh, I think anti midnight madness. He was doing his own thing last cycle. And does content, but I think he's yeah, got the teams as his favorite team, and he fit. Yeah, well, he does. He doesn't do as much. Like he's not a guy that's going to build through content because I don't think he really built the 49ers last cycle through content. Even and he did. He did do content. <laughs> He had a shitty fucking 49ers team that last season. He just had a bunch of fucking mutants running around. But um, last thing I want to talk, talk about before we, we, we wrap it up. Um, so 
Uh, we talked about franchise AR. We could have a whole situation where we do AR doesn't save. What if uh, we get an update from Madden and says, all right, we fixed all the bugs with the franchise, but we have, uh, but it doesn't count to the franchises that are already made. We have to start new franchises to, to have it cleaned up. We have to bite the bullet. Whoever has, you know, with me, Matt Jones, I have them, I have them up there in passing yards. You know, I've, I've worked on throwing the ball and trying to get Matt Jones yardage and, you know, figuring things out. All that stuff gets erased and you, you start fresh. And, but you still have the same record because you have to force win, force win that, force win. Personally, what I, I think would be what I think would be ideal if we had to restart would be, and I wouldn't. I don't know how many people. I don't know if I want to say. That. I'm like I'm gonna save what I. I'm, I'm gonna save this part for off the air actually because I don't. I'm gonna. I want to keep that between me, like and you guys and JT. Um, but I. I don't think restarting would be such a bad idea. I think. I mean. I mean, what more can you do? You just got to restart. I would. I would write down everybody that became superstars. And just give them their superstar, you know, their their uh, the dev changes. Give their dev changes back from the upgrades, and then yeah, you just gotta that. replicate it. That's it. The only thing you can't replicate is, uh, you know, your your stats. I mean, JT, JT will not be doing that. I can tell you right now. If we restart, you're not getting your. You went from a normal to a star or a star to a superstar, buddy. You better kiss that thing goodbye. Kiss it right on the booty. It is. I think not people would rather. I think people would rather play this CFM than get a new one than if you're not going to give them their devs. If you're going to replicate the wins and losses, then you got to replicate the rosters. I mean, if not, then just start it over. We'll start at week one. I mean, I, just, I don't think you'll get people on board that got superstars and they're and you're like, no, you don't get them. I mean, I think if it's an update and we have and we end up restarting, I I I think we'd probably restart just go from week one. I mean, I don't I don't I don't see the reason, JT, we're, not, just, we're not going to go from week one because of the schedule. He'll just force. He'll just win and loss everybody. So because <laughs> because of uh, the the cycle schedule. Everybody thinks he's slick. He hit him with a. You know, I think we we started. Yeah, oh, no, 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 Cowboys said, "Let's run listen. it back." <laughs> it, it, no, listen, it, listen. I'm not. I'm. I'm not worried about it. I know I'm not going to stay over five, and I know this is not going to be indicative of my cycle. So I'm not really overly concerned about that. There's some moves I got to make just to make the team play better for me. But I'm just I, – I don't know. You guys know the pulse of the league better than I do, so I'm just spitballing off from no, what, J- I, what I've already seen. said he would just force win and loss back to where we are. Uh, just oh, for okay. the sake of the schedule, JT's very, very, very on top of that schedule. So um, chances are it, we're, we're going to win and loss. It's just – I so mean, you think that's what you think I mean, that's kind of what we wait. You think that's kind of what we're waiting for before he goes through the whole the whole process of having to deal with deciding trades and stuff like that. You think that's probably what's holding it up as well. I, I don't know. know. I really sit on that. There's been there's been zero sign of them even talking about franchise. I don't think you can wait for that stuff. It might never fucking come. I think he's got more of an inside knowledge. I think he still talks to Mole, even though Mole's not in. Um, but but you know, Mole, gonna... how much does Mole know though? I think you know it. But we're going to wrap it up. Um, everybody in PNL, have a great day, and we will see you next time.